that highlights the Hillary Clinton plan to vilify President Trump is finally exposed. You have probably seen it, read it, heard about it, and you are thinking, wow, this is really big. I have to say I find it laughable because this Durham report is probably going to have the same impact as the infamous Mueller report. That is none. It will accomplish nothing. Nada, zip, a big fat zero. And if you believe otherwise, please tell me why. So I might actually stand corrected because I just don't see much coming from this. Now, I would love to be proved wrong, but I will not be easily convinced because really there's only one thing that can save America now. You're listening to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip, and I thank you so much for joining me today. I've got some good information for you. And one thing that is very important is that we do have just the one thing to save America, and it requires a free and fair election. Now, without a regime change, America is dead. I think most people are coming to that realization very gradually. President Trump has actually made this point very clear. And if you've taken notice, he has actually been spelling out how to salvage our republic. And I really do hope some people are listening, even if you don't like Donald Trump. But it all comes down to cleaning house, doesn't it? We need to finish the job of ending once and for all the deep state. And I hope that we as American people are really determined to do that. But let's ask the fair question. Can it really be done? Yes, I believe it can be done. Will it be done? Well, that's something that you and I will decide. But now let's just take a, a very brief look at the Durham documents. Now, this Durham report is nothing but a 306-page collection of facts that tells us what? I mean, what does it really say? Well, it tells us everything that we already knew. Now, why in the world did it take some five years to produce this document? If I was given this assignment to find and collect the facts, you know, I, I think that a few months' time would probably likely be all that I would need to come up with the data. Because as I said, Everything mentioned in the report, perhaps barring a few little subtle details, are things that we already knew had taken place. We knew that the Crossfire Hurricane investigation of 2016 was a total fabrication of lies. Is anyone surprised by that statement in the report? No, I don't think so. We knew that the Russia story was a complete lie. Hillary and her other fraudulent campaign criminals, including imposter Obama, sponsored the Russian collusion hoax. And that's no surprise. Right? I mean, really, are we going to get excited about that? Please tell me something I didn't already know. Well, we knew that the FBI director, James Comey, and the CIA director, Brennan, played along with the narrative. I mean, they were a big part of trying to persuade us that this guy, Donald Trump, is guilty of treason. 
And there's really nothing new here either, right? I mean, we knew the accusations. We saw the uh, Mueller report after all that time, all that money spent, a complete waste. And what was it? What was the impact of it? Well, it was absolutely nothing more than a carnival sideshow. It had no impact whatsoever than uh, whatsoever and nothing more than making people just really think, okay, that's funny. That's amusing. What are you going to do about it? That's always the question we ask. We now see as of January this year that Charles McMonagall has been charged in a five count indictment with serious crimes of collusion with Russia. Now, is McMonagall going to be the fall guy for all these other people? Because, you know, let's face it, there are bigger criminals, even though McMonagall uh, is, is guilty of some really serious crimes, uh, giving information to the Russians, colluding with them, money laundering and so forth. Well, what about the Bidens, right? What about Joe Biden? What about Hunter Biden? What about the imposter Barack Obama? Are we ever going to see anything that is going to implicate Barack Obama? Because let me tell you, he's guilty of a whole lot more things than was President Trump. But no, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot about that. And what about the Clintons, both Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Peter Strzok, and his mistress, Lisa Page? Are they going to be brought to justice? And what about all of the colluding Democrats and the rhinos who, whose actual aim is to take down America? Can we agree that that is ultimately their goal? That is what they are doing in every possible way that they can imagine they are trying to destroy America. But uh, what's going to be done about it? Because they are all in favor of a one world government. Will any of them face consequences? Do you really think that the Durham report is going to bring about any changes whatsoever in our government? Well, what we know from all the facts that have been gathered is this, the Russia probe did hinder President Trump throughout his entire pregnancy. I mean, the guy was tormented. He lacked support from his own cabinet members. He was opposed in every way by all of the people who absolutely loved this guy before he became president. And what we know is that everything Every action that was taken against President Trump was simply a response to a failed election coup in, in 2016. And that was inspired by Obama, by Hillary Clinton and all of the other bad actors. It was simply an act of desperation and retaliation by Obama and Hillary Clinton. End of story. And yes, Let's be honest. We already knew this. We absolutely knew all of this was going on. And now we've got a few more nitty gritty details. And so the Durham report, is it also like the Mueller report, just another carnival show that is going to have zero impact? Or is there any lesson that we can possibly take out of this report 
so that we can at least feel a little bit better about all that tax money that was spent on that investigation. I mean, what do we get in return for our uh, unwilling funding of this investigation? Well, I can only come up with one lesson, and it is this. The true insurgents in this country, the Biden-Obama thugs, are no longer desperate because here here comes forth a report that blatantly proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that that these people are guilty of something, right? And what is that something? It's something very, very serious. They interfered with a president's ruling of the country. They were guilty of defrauding the American people. They deceived us in every which way possible, aided and abetted by a totally corrupt FBI and CIA. And let's just include all of the other three-letter government organizations that work against us every single day. But the real lesson of the Durham report is that the guilty party are no longer desperate. They do not fear us. They have figured out how to distract us while they continue to dismantle the greatest nation ever to rise in the world. And we must also look in the mirror and say that we are allowing it to happen. We have allowed it to happen by our silence, by our indifference. And so there are no excuses. There are no excuses for any of us, but especially there are no excuses for those who are in positions where they might be more capable of doing something and doing something that will make a difference in the way of making America great, bringing back law and order, bringing back justice, and bringing back truth as an esteemed end result of anything we say and do. But those who are in those positions who are capable of doing things are doing a big fat nothing. And I find that, frankly, very disgusting. Look at the Supreme Courts. They will not take on the issue of election fraud. How many people doubt that voter fraud has has consumed us and has nullified free elections in this country? That is a serious crime with just unimaginable impact. We lost our free republic when we lost the 2020 election due to deception. And the Supreme Court judges, justices, they will do nothing about it. And they know what's going on. Oh, believe me, they know what's going on. So this has to be a testosterone deficiency syndrome. They are spineless, whatever. Are, or are they controlled? Are they bought off? Who knows? It's anybody's guess. Uh, because compromise is the name of the game. And the more that we compromise in this country, our beliefs, our, our fundamental uh, assertions that America is a nation under God, when we betray that, 
we betray our country to the point that we will implode. We will destroy ourselves. Uh, even take a look at the top conservative news platform hosts. You know, sometimes I just can't stand it because they talk, talk, talk. And I realize, yeah, that's their job. Talk, entertain, and make a lot of money doing it, right? But it's in the end, it's all talk. It amounts to nothing more than just empty words, no matter what they say. And the way I feel, even on this program, is that if all I am doing is talking, then I am wasting my breath if it does not bring about a change, at least at a very minimum, a change in the hearts of people. Because, you know, I'm not trying to pick on, on anyone, but I'm just stating a fact. I mean, look at uh, guys like Dan Bongino, Steve Bannon. You know, they're out there. They talk tough. They talk loud. They are great at exposing the facts and the truth. But when all is said and done, nothing changes. Nothing happens. And all of them say the same thing. And this is their conclusion. We are screwed. We are in a world of hurt. America is dying. It's over. It, you know, the end, there's, there's nothing we can do about this. And I, for one, am just totally sick of hearing that there is nothing we can do. We have to do something. Okay, we talk about the spirit of 1776, but it's gone. That spirit has completely vaporized in America, with the exception of a few individuals, perhaps. But even those individuals are impotent if they are acting as lone wolves. We cannot win this war unless we are completely unified and determined to take out the deep state, to destroy them by whatever means possible. And no matter how much we talk about it, no matter how much we say we hate it, we will accomplish nothing if we don't do something. So I wish these guys would maybe act in such a way as to organize even an army against the traitors who rule us. Isn't that what is necessary? Why do we blow smoke? Why do we uh, fear and shy away from, from talking about what is needed to save our country? Why are there no efforts to actually do something? It's a question I cannot answer without saying uh what more of the obvious yeah more of the obvious because all the words in the world will not make a difference take a look the assault goes on as we are hearing the durham report it's being shouted out to the world notice the silence on the left biden will not address it nobody will talk about it because they know that in a few days, the Durham report will get shelved and, oh, well, that's nice. We, hey, guess what? We know they're criminals, like we knew the day before the Durham report came out. And in the meantime, Title 42 has come to an end and the border invest, uh, invasion is escalating. It proceeds uh, full speed ahead. We have uh, all kinds of CCP nationals uh, coming across the border, men of war, criminals and spies from every nation, South America, Central America, Eastern countries like China, 
and uh, African uh, African immigrants, you know, they are all coming in. They are invading us from every nation. And lo and behold, they are sponsored by our own government. And we sit and we do nothing. It, it makes me want to beat my head against a hard wall. The Biden puppeteers are now calling the shots fully, and they have fully opened the borders, no matter what they say, because they can say anything that they want. And they know that whatever they say will not uh, require that they give any account for what they do. We saw, saw this in a big way with Mayorkas. I mean, he just flat lied to us. And here come the people in droves across the border. Even the Texas National Guard is impotent. Now, there's a reason for that. Talk to Governor Greg Abbott, okay? Because he has control, supposedly, of the National Guard, right? And the National Guard members in Texas open the gates and just let them flood in. Welcome to the fall of America. How else does the assault go on? Well, what about the gun control debate? Now, let me just say this. First of all, it is not a debate. There is no such thing as a gun control debate. It is a gun grab. It is a move to disarm the American people, because that's a must to fully overthrow us. I thank God every time I hear that gun sales have gone up. And every time we are threatened, more and more people are buying guns. And it's probably a good idea because more and more criminals are invading our country every day. And if you are not carrying a weapon, you will likely be the next victim. It's just a matter of time. But there is no gun control debate. We know the facts that only restrictions on gun ownership will keep us safe, right? Is that a fact? No, that is a lie. We know full well that bad people are always going to have access to guns because laws are not for criminals unless they are punished. And we know that they are not in America. We don't punish criminals. We simply now punish those who oppose our corrupt government. Do what is right. Take a stand for your country and you'll likely end up behind bars. This is exactly like Nazi Germany in the late 1930s. We know for a fact, and this is a fact, that constitutional carry states have a much significantly lower homicide rate because if everyone is allowed to carry, then the chance of paying a price for the crime you might wish to commit, uh, the stakes go up pretty high. So maybe I, I will be deterred from doing the harm that I otherwise would do you, such as they might do in gun-free zones. This is absolutely absurd. Take a look at the red flag laws that they're still promoting. What is it but just another gun control scheme? Because red flag laws supersede due process. Remember, we are declared having a right 
to carry weapons, to possess weapons, any kind of weapon. It, there are no restrictions on the types of guns. And remember, there's no such thing as an assault rifle. Any more than there is an assault butter knife, an assault automobile. In the hands of an evil person, virtually anything could become a weapon. So what we need to do is hold criminals accountable and punish them. But if we do not do it, then gun violence and all other kinds of violence will be on the rise. And the way to end gun violence, the only way is to punish the criminals. And good people with guns do just that. But as long as our rogue government fails to do its God-given job of protecting the innocent, guns will become ever more needed on this new frontier, the wild, wild frontier of American lawlessness. It's like the old West days. The real issue of the so-called gun debate is the viability of the Second Amendment. Many of you have been duped into believing this discussion is off limits, and it's just what the enemy wants you to believe. Yes, the assault goes on. The health tyranny assault, Nazi-style medicine continues in America now. It began long ago, actually, but it intensified greatly through the COVID pandemic response. And right now, your health is at great risk. Just recently, Bill Gates obtained FDA approval to coat our fruits and vegetables with a substance. The substance is called Edipil. It is marketed as Apeel, A-P-E-E-L. It is a colorless, odorless, tasteless coating for fruits and vegetables, and it is composed of food-grade glycerolipids derived from edible plant oils. And we are assured that this is entirely safe to eat. Now, when you read those words, and that is their marketing description, um, you, you kind of get the feeling that, wow, this is not too bad. And, and, and if we're going to coat our fruits and vegetables, what's the purpose of it? Well, they are claiming that it will make produce last longer. And so we'll have less waste uh, because, you know, fresh foods, uh, the fresh foods uh, don't last a long time. They have to be eaten within a reasonable amount of time. But with APL, um, they're claiming that you can eat food safely without it going to, to rot for a much longer period of time. Uh, there's a good article on this uh, from the Children's Health Defense uh, in the Defender. This was uh, a May 3rd, 23 article that discusses this. Well, what's the problem with the health tyranny? And what's the problem with Edipil or Apil? Well, the problem is this is a U.S.-based company, and it has developed this new product to so supposedly to solve the food wastage crisis. And they do call it a crisis. And what they call a problem, and what I see as the real problem, is that this company is partnered with the Gates Foundation. You know, the Gates Foundation, owned and operated by a globalist, a eugenics-loving sociopath, Bill Gates, 
who has already accomplished his stated goal of reducing the world population by some 15%. Remember, he said, if we do a really good job, uh, we might be able to accomplish this. And um, I have to give him evil credit for his work, because I think that he will have met his goal. And that is the problem that I have with this supposed coding that is is completely safe and nothing but good for you. Now, it does have some safety concerns, but they'll never tell you that. If you go to the data sheet, which actually lists hazards and read these things of what this product uh, can, can do to you in a harmful way, you read, uh, for example, H318, it causes serious eye damage. Or H317 may cause allergic skin reactions, or how about this one, H412, harmful to aquatic life with long-lasting effects. And there are also, on that data sheet, 12 precautionary statements. And get this one, P102, keep out of reach of children. It's an alcohol-based ethoxylate. That's the chemical uh, family that this substance belongs to. And they want you to eat it, but it says keep out of the reach of children. So what we need here is a little perspective. Now, there's another very similar product called Biosoft N91-6. And this is a similar uh, 9 to 11 carbon linear alcohol ethoxylate. Now, that probably means nothing to you. But um, just consider it being a longer chain alcohol, if you will. And it has a purpose. And they describe the Biosoft product like this. It provides fast wetting, moderate foam, emulsification, and detergency. This product finds application in laundry detergents, textiles, hard surface cleaning, paints, and institutional and industrial cleaning applications. And they want you to eat this stuff. This is Bill Gates, the one who wants to lower the world population, the one who gave us the toxic COVID shots that have killed millions worldwide, that have maimed many, many more millions, and that will continue to do its destructive work for years to come. And this has been approved for use by your government FDA, approved for use on all grocery produce. And that includes the organic produce. So don't think, oh, I'll just buy organic. No, they are telling us that everything is going to be coated. And it raises the question, what, what do they mean by fresh produce? Because how long is fresh fruits and vegetables, how long are they supposed to last anyway? I mean, is it a good thing to if we can get them to last for months? No, the nutritional value declines rapidly. As soon as it is picked from the plant, that's when it should be eaten for optimum nutrition. But let's keep it around for a long time. Well, you know, we have to decide what we are going to do for ourselves. Um, you know, what, what was the harm in the good old days when they would slop the hogs with the produce going bad? 
not completely bad, but they used to feed it to the pigs, right? Well, it can't do that. Of course not. Um, you don't want that because remember that Bill Gates wants to eliminate all real meat and he wants to replace it with, with Gates burgers, nothing but junk in there. And besides trying to slop the hogs these days would take an act of God. There is more red tape around feeding food waste to animals uh, than ever before. And there are fewer farmers and the cost of gasoline and actually storing the pickup uh, of these foods uh, is going to hinder us. And they will give us all kinds of excuses for why we cannot otherwise use um, these fruits and vegetables that will eventually go bad if they are not purchased in a reasonable amount of time. And so blah, 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 blah. Here we go. You know, all the reasons why this is going to be so good for you and me that we are going to be blessed again by Bill Gates until finally we see um, the toxic effects of this stuff. And I'm telling you, if you would eat fruits and vegetables coated with a peel, I just have got to give you credit because I think you have a whole lot more faith than I could ever have. You see, I just simply cannot get myself to trust someone who has participated in the genocide and who is responsible for this global um, destruction of human beings. I just can't get myself to trust them. Now, maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm just not seeing something. Maybe I need to go back to medical school and, and go back to my micro days. I could be missing something. But we've got to sort this out and get it right because ultimately I want to save my country. I want the killing to end. I want the suffering to end of my fellow Americans and all people across America and the world. I'll be right back after a short pause. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rx nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code out loud at cofixrx.com. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. Go to healthycell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your Money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. 
AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Welcome back. This is Dr. Steve Latulip on Unity Without Compromise. I'm so glad you're with me today. I want us, above all things, to realize that it is only through unity that we are strengthened, and that strength has to be based on God's truth and on God's word, and always without compromise. This show does air at 5 p.m. Eastern time on the weekends, and if you go to americaoutloud.com, you can access uh, through that website all of my former articles and podcasts, as well as the good words of wisdom that come from many other patriots on our team. So I would encourage you to access uh, that website and please spread the news far and wide. We are in a battle for our country and we must be unified without compromise because that is the true and only way of restoring a strong nation that cannot be broken. And today I'm speaking about the Durham report, which I am suggesting is actually a worthless circus sideshow. It is a distraction because it will accomplish absolutely nothing. Look at what is happening now. The borders are wide open. The assault on our health continues and it continues with full FDA approval. Your government is not going to protect you, and therefore, you must protect yourself and look out for one another. And that's what needs to be emphasized. The real big hit, I mean, against our country, not just against our health, our economy, but the real big overall hit came with the mutiny of medicine. And it was designed specifically to destroy a lot of people worldwide. The destruction of our health, our economy, and uh, the destruction of home businesses, of our way of life. Everything about the man-made pandemic was intent on destroying us. And what we really need to do is to get the government off our backs everywhere. We need a one world movement to stop governments. And we know, of course, that this is not going to happen. And I'm now convinced that it won't happen in America, although I once believed that we could do it. I don't feel that way so much anymore. See, America once did make things a whole lot better for the entire world, but we were unified at one time, at least a lot more than we are now. We were once that beacon of light to the world, but that light has been snuffed by the uniparty, by the globalists, by those who continue to attack us in every way. Now, I want to share one other attack on us that is continuing and that is likely not fully appreciated for its impact, and that is the impact 
uh, the attack on Christianity. Christian persecution continues to escalate. Churches continue to close their doors, and a lot of this resulted directly from the lockdowns that were supposedly enforced on us um, during the pandemic. So many churches now that are staying open are displaying all the colors of the rainbow, and I assure you it is not as a memorial to the Noahic Covenant. When God gave us the rainbow, it was a promise that he would never destroy the world again by a great flood. And so we can be assured of that because that was a promise from God. But right now, the churches are distorting and perverting everything that Christianity opposes. What we call good, according to God's design, your government and the world order is calling it evil. And they are teaching these doctrines to your children in the schools. They are teaching them to you through censorships, through controlling of what information enters your brain every day. And if you are not aware of that, you are subject to being taken captive and brought down that road to destruction, to hell, if you are not aware of it. The real question is, will we buy into it? And I plan not to. America is not. We must recognize that America is not an indispensable nation. And we are going to reap what we sow. So if we buy into all the nonsense, all of the lies, all of the perversion, sexual perversion, all of the distortions of God's truth, then we are going to pay a hell of a price in this country. And only a Christian morality is ever going to make America great. That's what happened in the first place. And it mustn't be distorted in any way. So you've got to keep your guard up. And so I want you to be aware that this new report that comes out that exposes beyond all doubt what really took place through the Trump presidency and what continues right now is a planned attack against you and I, against our children, our families, against our nation. And even those who seem to want to promote it on the surface in different ways can be deceivers. And I want to cite an article here that was written by Ron Paul. Now, Ron Paul is an independent, and I have respect for the man, and I sometimes like what he has to say. Um, in this article that was titled, The Gun Control Debate Ignores the Real Problems, Ron Paul does a good job at what he always does a good job on, and that is pointing out the obvious to anyone with a little bit of common sense. But Ron Paul is kind of like a Greek philosopher who comes to the very brink of truth and then fails to attain to that true knowledge. Now, in this article, Ron Paul stated, while government can undermine morality, it cannot promote virtue. Any attempt to use government power to, quote, make people good, end quote, will inevitably result in tyranny. It will also lead to a less virtuous population. So what Ron Paul is stating here is a very old 
um, uh, statement, uh, you can't legislate morality. That's what Ron Paul is saying. Now, this is an absolute lie. It is a false statement. Laws that are written on the books of our Constitution, by their very decree, by their very nature, do legislate morality. See, a godly government does promote virtue by way of punishing lawbreakers. It is a way of encouraging people to do what is good and what is right. And that is the whole purpose of laws. So Ron Paul, even though he's giving good arguments for why any people trying to to debate the utility of controlling guns, putting limits and restrictions on people, sounds good, but it is not good. And to suggest that a government cannot legislate morality is just another means of lying to us. So Ron Paul is not doing us any favors here. We are told in the New Testament book of Romans, chapter 13, verse 4, for the government is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Now, that is the purpose of government, to punish the wicked and to protect the innocent citizens. And that, by its very nature, is legislating morality. A government that follows God's design does legislate morality. Yes, you can do it. You can promote virtue as a society, as a government, as a righteous government. But this is precisely what an ungodly, corrupt, evil government wants to ignore. And that is what our government is doing right now. This evil government of ours is now ruling over us in an evil way. We, the people, have been taken captive. We are back in Egypt, figuratively. We are slaves of our government. And it's going to get a whole lot worse. The truth is, anyway, you slice the pie. I mean, from whatever perspective you want to take, from a liberal, Democrat, Republican, conservative, whatever your view, whether it's a bird's eye view or a snake's eye view, the story is the same. Your government right now has become your lethal enemy. They are out to get you so you are not paranoid thinking that this is really happening because it is reality. Your government is against you. Your government is in on the global Ponzi scheme. And many of you are going to follow this government on the road to hell because of cowardice, because of a lack of wisdom, because you don't know God, perhaps, and because of a lack of resolve to stand up for what is simply right. But many of you are going to react differently. Many Americans are willing to take a stand right now, and that army of righteous people is increasing every day. But let's face it, we have to ask this question, where do we go from here? 
Okay, because we now that we've got the Durham report that it has fully exposed all the evil players in our government, we are no better off, no worse off. Well, I mean, we already knew everything that Durham's uh, investigation yielded as far as our knowledge. So where do we go from here? Well, you know, just yesterday, I recently, I just had a great discussion with some of my fellow peers in the Freedom Doctor movement. And these people actually have pretty good insight. You know, they understand how totally corrupt is our government because they have been at the brunt of it, these independent doctors who are simply trying to treat people. And they're not all doctors on their thread. Some are attorneys, some are school teachers, some are businessmen, some are artists. I mean, and they're all doing great things. They're they're doing American things. You know, they are pursuing their dream or at least trying to pursue their dream in whatever way. And they see what the government has become. And every day, despite it, they are battling the government so that they can somehow try to help people to wake people up. And often they ask the question, how are we ever going to overcome this this deadly enemy that we collectively call the deep state? Because not a one of us can do a thing individually. But people of sound mind do tend to agree on a few things and probably foremost on our mind right now is an agreement that we need a regime change in America. Now, we know what needs to happen, but what we don't really see or understand, what we cannot figure out is how do we get there? This is a very skilled enemy who knows how to beat down the people, how to make you and I feel absolutely powerless. And how do we overcome that? Because right now, I mean, what most people are seeing is that short of an all-out revolutionary war, which nobody wants to see, including me, nobody wants to go there or even discuss it, not including me, uh, as individuals, we see that we have limits in what we can do. And so many righteous people have already been imprisoned. You know, we saw that with the January 6th crowd, these people who wanted to petition their government. They are suffering. They are paying the price for a pursuit of freedom. They had their own personal freedom taken away, their families destroyed for the very purpose, for the sake of defending freedom, according to the Constitution. They follow the Constitution and they end up in jail, in prison for defending other people's rights, even like Daniel Perry, right? This guy who comes to the defense of this thug with a long criminal history record, he's terrorizing people uh, on public transportation and a former Marine takes him down, puts him in a chokehold, he ends up dying. Why did he die? Was he high on something? I mean, was this another uh, Floyd incident? Um, Who knows? But the guy did the right thing, and the guy that did the right thing is paying the price for doing the right thing. And this is horrendous. This is what is happening in America right now. And I find it disgusting that people who are trying to protect their fellow citizens from harm, 
from everything that the government is imposing upon other people, which is all evil, that those who are trying to protect their fellow Americans are suffering the most. Now, unless we can somehow have a fair and an honest election in 2024, I don't see any way out of a revolution. I mean, that's how bad things are going to get. And I assure you, I said that before 2023 began, as soon as I saw the failed 2022 midterm elections, I said things are going to get very bad here in America. And I will say that again today without hesitation. We as an American nation are going to suffer horribly. We are going to suffer in ways that we have never imagined possible. Many Americans are going to be killed by their government, by the globalist agencies that are trying to poison you, steal from you, cheat you in any way possible out of just living a quiet and peaceful life. We are going to experience poverty in America as never before. The problem is of homelessness is ever increasing. The problem of drug addiction is escalating rapidly. Crime will continue to escalate. You will no longer feel safe out in public. In broad daylight, you are at risk of losing your life. Taxes will increase which means that the working class is going to suffer the most. They truly do want you to own nothing and to rejoice in your utterly despicable state. That's where this is going. And no Durham report or any other report or any exposure of the evil is going to amount to anything because they smile at it. They laugh in your face. They know that you are impotent, unwilling, unable to do anything about it. And so they're coming out of the closet and saying, we are taking you over. Now, pride goes before a fall and ultimately they will fall. Ultimately, I believe that a revolution is likely to take place. How far in the future, I have no idea. And I have no idea how God is acting behind the curtain. One way or another, are we being judged by God for our apostasy, our falling away? I don't know. God is silent in this day and age. Apart from what he has told us in scripture, we don't know how God will act. But I do want to see this, say this, that meanwhile, you know, we all have to decide for ourselves, what is our duty as Christians? And I don't want us getting depressed. I don't want us living in a state of anxiety and helplessness. We are American citizens. We are Christians. Some of us, many of us are military veterans. And some of us are just simply individuals who care enough to decide that we have a duty and a responsibility to serve our country. We who choose to act likely are not going to have much support. 
But I will say this, if you are a Christian who believes in turning the other cheek, as all this evil unfolds, you are touting bad theology, a wrong interpretation of scripture. God never said, turn your cheek away from evil. He said, face it. He said, expose it. He said, do all that you can to stop the hurting of innocent people. And that's exactly what we must do. God actually told us to love our neighbor as ourselves, And that's what we must do. We have to decide to take a stand against the very things that are attacking us. I don't know if we can save America. I do know that the enemy is growing stronger and they are growing ever more bold and that they are fully convinced that they have this country taken down so that they can impose the globalist agenda. And if we allow them to accomplish that, then we are guilty of not doing our job. If we love our neighbor, then we will take action. Your neighbor is going to continue to be plundered and destroyed by a communist, fascist, Marxist domestic government, our avowed enemy. How much longer are we going to do nothing and allow them to destroy us? How much longer shall we wear our badge of cowardice and call it fighting? Let's at least acknowledge that we are not fighting yet. We are simply under attack right now. The only thing that can possibly save America right now is a fair and honest election. But I don't see it happening. If the 2024 election is again stolen, then we either go to war against our hateful and evil government or we crumble completely under their oppression. We need to, first of all, keep our nose in the Bible because we know that in time, these evil people will be stopped. We might have to wait a little bit longer, but meanwhile, what we ought to do is that which we can do. Keep your nose in the Bible. Learn God's word. Take responsibility for yourself and for your own, for your family, your relatives. Because that's where the fight really begins. That's where the defense of the home begins. And then by all means, take a stand for truth. And don't be afraid to speak it boldly and loudly and as often as you can. As long as we determine to stay on the right side and to do everything within our power to spread goodness, to confront evil, and to give a good word to those who need it most, then we are going to advance the cause of saving America and ultimately saving our own souls. And that is the most important thing of all. So please stay on the right side and please Never give up. I'll talk to you again next week. Adieu.
This is Dr. Steve LaTulip on Unity Without Compromise. Until next week, adieu.